34, excuse me, Exodus 34. This is the account where the Lord appeared to Moses the Ten Commandments. But I want us to look at verse 5. Now the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generation. Now, when you think of the God of the Old Testament, most of us think of an angry, vindictive, judgment-bringing God. And we often don't realize that verse 6, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity. We don't think of him in that context as being that. But God indeed is very merciful. Merciful, if you'd look it up, having or exercising mercy. Don't you love definitions like that? Okay. But how else? And then it goes on and says, compassionate, tender, disposed to pity offenders and forgive their offenses. So you look up mercy Tenderness of heart, which disposes a person to overlook injuries or to treat an offender better than he deserves. Now, God, thankfully, is very merciful. We mentioned in Exodus, in Numbers 14, it says, The Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy. In Micah chapter 6 and verse 8, He has showed you, O man, what is good. What doth the Lord require of thee but to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with God? God takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked. He is very, very merciful. You know, the problem with Jonah, and God rebuked Jonah for his lack of mercy for the Ninevites. We think it's just because he didn't go. The real problem with Jonah, Jonah even went, and he said, God's going to destroy you, and it can't be soon enough. In his mind is what he's saying. The real problem with Jonah was he had no mercy for these lost souls. And God said, Jonah, you do not have my heart. I have great, great mercy. It is easy for us to get where we don't have mercy. Now, mercy does not ignore or deny truth. 
You do a study of mercy in the Bible, and you will be amazed how many times it is mercy and truth. Mercy and truth. God is a God of mercy, but he is a just God, and he is committed to truth. The psalmist said in Psalm 85 and verse 10, Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed. He's saying this of Jesus Christ. He demands justice, but he brings mercy. And he met the demands of the law in Jesus Christ. Psalm 25 verse 10 says, All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth to such as keep his covenant. Psalm 86 and verse 15, But thou, O Lord, a God full of compassion, gracious, long-suffering, and plenteous in mercy and truth. Mercy does not mean you just overlook everything, let everything go, oh, it's okay, it's okay. No. Mercy and truth combined together. But it's understanding God is a very merciful God. He does not, it does not mean that he ignores truth. But we have to understand as well that mercy is not deserved. I'm so undeserving of your mercy. Well, it wouldn't be mercy if it was deserved. You earn something. Mercy is undeserved. And even when God punishes men for their sin, it is less than we deserve. And it is always tempered with mercy. But when the blood of Jesus Christ covers our sins, it is all mercy. Now, here's the worst part. Mercy, it's a wonderful thing to study. It's a wonderful thing to think of God's mercy, but mercy always involves others. If if you can't have mercy if it's just you. So here we are, relationships, they can get messy, can't they? And he said we should be filled with bowels of mercy. This isn't what they deserve, but I want to be like Christ, and so I want to have mercy. It involves others, and it involves getting the mercy from God and showing mercy to others. Most of us are very, very merciful to ourselves. We, we're easy on ourselves. Well, you probably shouldn't have done that, but... Yeah, it's not too bad, you know. We're we're always we're prone to be merciful. But mercy involves others. And and the aspect that our flesh reacts to showing mercy. And many times in Christianity we can come down on the side of truth and we ought to we ought to come down on the side of truth, but it's truth with mercy. It's truth and grace. 
And as I said, you notice truth and grace, truth and mercy, over and over and over again, they're put together, speaking the truth in love. To be godly, I must be merciful. And it begins right in our own homes, merciful with husband and wife, merciful with children, merciful with parents, merciful with the dog. Some of us are more merciful with the dog than we are with human beings, honestly. But the reality is, seriously, I'm not joking when you, I said you should be merciful with the dog. A righteous man treats his animals right. But we ought to be merciful. We ought to embrace and look for ways to show mercy. Because that is godliness. It's not studying about it. It's not talking about it. It's not that. It's showing mercy. And that's where the rubber meets the road. That's where the reality comes in. You know what? They probably shouldn't have done that. But I know I've done things like that before. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to have mercy And again, this is just a reminder. You know what? This is having mercy, if you please, on the Ninevites. You may go to a home and you may walking up say, this looks like a drug home. What do they need more than this? Nothing. And you know what? God God is greater than any obstacle that can come in the way. And it doesn't do us any good. We're not showing mercy to just gather here. But to take the seeds out and to plant the seeds is truly an act of mercy. May God be merciful to us as we are merciful to others. Heavenly Father, I cannot thank you enough that you are a merciful God. And Lord, we read and we know by experience that your mercies are new to us every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Lord, may there be an abundant of mercy flowing from our lives that would be evident in our homes, in our attitudes toward others, other believers, in our attitudes toward the unsaved. And Lord, may we be instruments of mercy in your hand. Lord, as you know, we all desire your mercies. But may we be instruments of your mercies. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.